0: And good morning. Well, it's morning for me. What's happening? It's the Ty Rady Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Happy holidays. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. This is episode one eighty four, one eighty five. I think I'm gonna just keep saying two episode numbers uh, every time I start the uh, Ty Rainy Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. Send me an email at comedian tyrainey at gmail.com. I think there was too many ats in there. So uh, let me do it again. Send me an email. My email address is comedian tyrainey. That's T Y. Last name is spelled R A N E Y at gmail. There is no I in my last name. I'm here to say it first. There's no I in my last name. So how's everybody doing, man? Everybody, I hope everyone had a beautiful Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a, um, let's see, um, a quiet Thanksgiving, um, a a Thanksgiving spent with friends or loved ones or, you know, or maybe you spent it alone, you know, and you spent your time reflecting on life and, uh, you know, you're getting your things in order. This is the time of year where we're all trying to uh, shed off the 2023 energy and, and step into new um our 2024 year is coming and let me tell you something i'm ready for 2024 god it because i lost some money just uh a couple fucking days ago i just lost a, a significant amount of money just got it and lost it the same fucking time I've, i'm so upset that i could cry but when you lose shit and it's on you like i it's on me i lost it um somebody took some money out of my car i believe forgot to lock my car door. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. I put it in my center console or whatever and it, 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 it's it's a it's a long stupid short story. It's just dumb. It's just negligence on me. Lock your fucking car, especially if you got an alarm. I'm a fucking idiot. I leave this shit unlocked. I come back. I went to I wanted to go deposit the money and it's one of those things where I put the money in the car like I'm going to deposit this later. I'm going to deposit this later and I never got around to it and Somebody else got around to it. Hmm. And that's just how the universe is, man. I, I I grew up with kids who went in cars and stole money. And I may or may have not benefited from that. I can't uh, confirm or deny that. But um, this is how the universe is, man. You know, so I was hurt. I ripped apart my car. I even broke my center console trying to think that the money slipped between the the, the workings of the car, like the mechanics of the the console that folds up. Like, I thought it went, went in one of the hinges and got sucked underneath the console where the gear shifter and all it is. I, I ripped the whole fucking car apart. Now it looks like it actually got broken into, thanks to me. Thanks to me, now it looks like I have a, a, a stolen Toyota. But, um... Yeah, the money was not found. Um, spoke to my wife. And my wife is such a calm soul. Thank you, um, to Neil, for being such a, a calm piece in my life. And she's like, "Well, baby, let's just take your time, and I'll help you go over and, and look look for it." because she's not here right now, but um, I am really thankful to have a woman that's so calm and understanding. Man, I I love her beyond love if there is something, if there's such thing if there is such thing beyond love and we're going to find a word for it that's how I feel for my wife Mm -hmm. if anything we will figure out a word that means more than love and publish it put it out in circulation you know like it's more than love like I believe polyamorous is um now this could be an old word new to me it's new to me but I believe polyamorous is like being a hoe but being a hoe with more love you know what I mean or like a, a like a organized hoe like a, a like an accountable hoe polyamorous it's more sophisticated you know what I mean like you hoe with your pinky out I don't know um but if there was another word that's going to be more than love it's going to be like the way they the way we use polyamorous you know so it's more than a hoe you know when I say that when I say more than a hoe I think of that song more than a woman more than a woman that Aaliyah shit I'll be, I'll be more than a, you know what I mean? No disrespect to Aaliyah, but that's what I think about when I hear polyamorous, like, you know, and hoeing, and I don't know. That's all just uncharted waters for me, I'm going to tell you the truth. I hate to sound like an old nigga, but that's some young shit. You know, because guess what? There's some old people out here doing their polyamorous, but I guess, guess what? They don't call it that. They don't ask these old people who that they be like, that's just my friend. Old people be slick about it, comfortable. You be thinking, you don't know what to think. Older people be smooth with it. At least older people I be around. You don't know they sleeping with each other until they have a blowout or a funeral. Nowadays, this is everything is public domain. You know, these young kids I don't even want to talk about these fucking young kids. Fuck these young kids. Actually, don't. I'm not saying fuck the young kids. That's not just going to be. That's not my topic. My topic is Thanksgiving. (laughs) Friendship. In this SCI uh, prison tour, man. Um, We did a couple of shows this past week. Myself. uh, Organized by Kevin Lepka. uh, Featuring Ray Gibbs and Wellie Jackson. And we did about four shows, five shows. Went pretty well. Um, everything went well. No, no no, booze. Nobody got shanked. Um, I would say the smallest crowd or the smallest in attendance we've had at one of the state correctional institutions was about 150. And the largest, maybe about 325, I think it was, one prison. Um, but it's been a good response. Um it's only been surprisingly surprisingly to me there's only been a couple of repeat offenders for me. And a repeat offender for me is someone that was in the prison about 5 to 6 years ago when I was in the prison cuz my biggest thing is coming back to the prison and doing a, a joke that they heard before cuz these motherfuckers will let you know like yo we heard that shit B. Yo we heard that shit. I did that I did that mistake with great effort. Um Greaterford SCI, which is now closed down, and um, they transferred everybody to another SCI that was, I don't know if it shared the same yard or something like that, but it's called Phoenix, or maybe I'm getting it all wrong, but I know they closed Greaterford Prison down, which is closest to Philly, and probably one of the oldest ones, oldest prisons in Pennsylvania. And uh, that one was really, I would say, if anything was ran by the inmates, uh, that was ran by them for sure. When you come into Greaterford and I may have mentioned this. When you come into Greaterford Prison, it's a huge, huge state correctional institution. And like I said, it's one of the oldest. So it's made with, like, castle bricks and shit like that. Um, the only thing missing with this giant structure is a moat that was surrounded. But it's surrounded with barbed wire and armed guards and a whole bunch of security and stuff. But when you first walk in, it's like walking into an airport hangar. The hallways are super wide, hard floors. I hate to say it, but all these prisons somewhat resemble a public school. Depending on where you're from. But I think it resembles pretty much majority of the public schools out there. You know. Um, and, and I only say public because I went to a public school system. And it's just such... It's so familiar. Like... The structure, the insides, um, the walls they use, the materials they use, the lighting. Uh, It it was a lot of things kind of resembling my public school experience in Nishawain School, which was for um, kindergarten all the way up to second grade, and then going to Hillside from third to fifth. Um, Then going to Glenfield, maybe, nah, Glenfield too. I mean, I don't know if that's by, if that's coincidence, but, or by design, and you got to think, there's some, this, this, there's, there's some evil diabolical shit behind all these systems, right? And there's also some good people that's really trying to add input and provide a space, a safe space for people who cannot join society and be productive, Right there are some people that really care about the rehabilitation of some of these people that have you know committed these crimes whether they be violent or petty crimes you know nonviolent crimes theft you know a lot of these people are in there for mental health and uh, that's a shame you know what I mean people need to get the help they, need, they deserve but back to Greaterford prison my bad I drifted off greater prison it was huge ran by the inmates And and when I say that, like, everybody is just hanging out. We're being walked in by uh, one CO, and, um, you know, everybody is just kind of hanging the fuck out in the hallways. And that was something that was not going on at any other prison. There was no congregating and hanging out in the hallways. There was nobody in the hallways, actually, when we walked through all these complexes. They were all uh, coming from their structures. So Graderford, we was walking through their structure to get to the – not a gymnasium where we performed in all the other prisons. No, no, no. This, they didn't have a gymnasium, no. Greaterford had a whole fucking auditorium. Um, auditorium sat like 500, 600 people. And yeah, everybody was in attendance. It was nuts. It was like... um, Picture the scene from Rocky when Apollo Creed was walking to the the ring about the fight ivan drago and the whole crowd was like booing and yelling and shit like that niggas wasn't booing us when we was walking through the crowd but they was yelling and chanting y'all better be funny look at that motherfuckers shoes Nigga got a head on him, boy. Like, they were just yelling stuff and intimidating us, and they were right in our face. Like, we were walking down the aisle, and they're, and they're just kind of, like, parting the way for us, but they're talking shit like, yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people just clapping like, yeah, we've been waiting for y'all, man. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of cats were like, yo, y'all better be funny out this bitch. And it's like, wow, okay. And we got there, and we did our motherfucking thing. You know what I mean? This was cool. We did our motherfucking thing. It was was a good experience. You know, greater for prison. It was a good fucking experience. Well, let me tell you something. On that second trip, same energy. Same Apollo Creed, Ivan Drago approaching the ring energy. DJ is the inmate. You know, all the inmates, they run everything. They ran the lighting. They had a spotlight for us, man. A little stage, a spotlight held by the inmate. DJing by the inmate. And then I went out there and did a joke that I did the year before. And those motherfuckers yelled out on me. And they started getting at me. And they almost started booing. Like I got a good 20 people in there started booing boo boo whatever right i was like oh hell no this shit ain't happening so i'll take a partial boo but then i said well shit y'all niggas should have got out the fuck is it's not my problem you heard this shit before the fuck did you come back to the show for and they started cracking up after that Mm Hmm. i regained my momentum and then I, like, tap dance and freestyled the fuck up out of there. Got my time and got the fuck up out. But greaterford was definitely ran by the inmates. But it was a great experience. Let me tell you something. There's nothing like performing in a prison. The energy there, the stand and deliver type of pressure you have there is like no other. Um, the only thing I can compare that pressure to is, like, doing television. Uh, for me, television was... Um, or you just filming in front of a big production? Sometimes for me can be uh, nerve-wrecking. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. This nerve-wrecking just performing in front of any motherfucking body. Um, and I've been doing this for damn near twenty years, and I don't know what what this feeling is about. I do. I do well. It doesn't seem like it, but inside my body is vibrating like a, a Xbox controller. I don't know. It's it's a it's a wild feeling, but I think I need that feeling to um, you know keep myself honest on stage. Maybe it's something that you never really shake. You know, you just kind of manage. You know. So, but the prison shows are going great. I got some more next week. Um, I got three more next week, and they're going to be in the middle of Pennsylvania. So that's going to be a long drive, and these drives are fucking ah. I don't know if it's the actual drive or the driving, um, and I say the driving only because I'm not driving through these, um, you know, back streets of Pennsylvania. It's all done by Kevin, um, who lives in Pennsylvania. He knows these roads like the back of his hands if the GPS goes dead, right? Well, he knows it better than I do. I just know east-west, so if I do get lost, I'm just going to keep driving fucking east till I hit Jersey, um... But he knows a lot of the back roads And things like that So it's kind of good to have him navigate around Um But it's his fucking driving Man He drives to drive like a fucking race car driver Sometimes and it's annoying And it's like sometimes it's rain is Icy and shit like that And he got like a little Honda CRV Now no dig to Honda but this is just a fucking CRV Man I don't give a fuck what kind of tires or shit you did to it He modified it like, who takes a Honda CRV family vehicle? A little-ass family vehicle, right? Listen to what he did. Look at him. He said, th- this is what he said, and I don't know if I even got this shit right, but I wouldn't even have done the shit he did. He said he took the mufflers off and put straight pipes on them, right? So the car sounds like it's 20 years old. Like, it sounds like it already got a fucking problem. But then he did that, for the sound and he said it's it's you get more power out of it and then he put another something in the engine like some fuel injection type bullshit or whatever and you know you know that helps when I punch it so now when I go on and off these exit ramps I can really take off and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to all this shit and you know a part of me is like this right when I when I I'm sorry. Excuse me. When I listen to, to people talk about stuff like this, right, I say to myself, all right, this guy, he's in the car somewhat more than I am. I'm not a car guy, you know, and, and, and I, I'm be wanting a lot of shit he was saying. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about, except for the muffler stuff, because I understand the muffler and the mechanics of the muffler and I can hear it. Right. Because I was wondering why his car sound like that. But I I, I I look at it like this. The car guys, I respect it. They like to mod it. They like to make things faster, you know, of a certain type of car that they're really into. And they may have seen other people hook it up and they want to mimic that. And I get that. That's cool. And you're into that. That's something I'm not. I'm not a part of that culture. My man, uh, Daryl, from Custom Concepts, he's into that. You know, he likes Honda Civics, and he has a Civic that he's got as a project car, and he built that shit from the ground up. Um, But that's his thing. And he also has, you know, his his regular recreational cars. You know, but he has a niche for, he, he has a thing for these little Civics. So I understand that culture, so I respect it. But on the other hand, I'm like... Why didn't you just take the money that you spent on those fucking mods and just get a better truck? Like, honestly, like, if you did that to make it a little bit faster, right? On and off ramps and all this other extra shit you're telling me about. This is pedestrian shit, by the way. On and off ramps. Like, you gotta, like, what, what are you fucking doing? You're hitting banks? What are you doing, bank jobs? You need a good escape vehicle? Like, what... What do you need all that shit for in a CRV, a Honda CRV, mind you? We're not talking about an Audi Q6 or 7 or something like that. We're not talking about not even a a fucking, oh, my God, what other Honda truck is there out there better better than a CRV? I don't even know. I can't even think of another Honda truck, a Honda truck. I wouldn't even look at a Honda truck. I like Hondas. I had a Honda Accord. I had two Accords. No, I'm lying. I had one Accord. It was a green Accord. Four-door stick. Loved it. Five-speed. Killed it. Had two engines. Did no mods to it. Barely changed the oil. That's why I went through two fucking engines. But that's not the point. The point is, all this extra shit you did, you could have just saved your money and got a better goddamn truck. I don't, I don't, I don't see the benefit in modding a regular pedestrian vehicle. This is a video. This is a fucking truck that you drop your kids off at the jump zone so they can exert some energy for two hours, and you come back from food shopping and you and you pick them up from the jump zone, and you got that little twenty-five cubic square inches in the back of compartmental space that you told me that was so important compared to some other SR, SUV in the same class. You could throw your groceries in the back and throw your kids in the back seat and pick them up from Jump Zone and bring them home. That's the type of truck you have. But you done modded this motherfucker. I'm waiting for you to put rally stickers all over the shit. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking about the truck like that. God bless his truck because he's going to kick me off the tour again because I was calling this truck. I He got a better truck. Let me tell you something. The truck he had before this tour was fucking bullshit. It was old uh, Jeep cherokee i think it was and you know jeep makes one hell of a truck you could tell this truck was on his last fucking legs um but the truck had character like an old horse you know like an old horse that 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 lived in a barn or some shit and acknowledge you a certain way like that horse got character you know like this truck had fucking character i would i would say that but that truck was also bullshit and that was uncomfortable than a motherfucker. So at least this truck is a lot more comfortable. But that first truck, man, this is, I think, the reason why I got kicked off the tour. I found out that his truck, he painted his truck black, right? He did it himself or did it with a buddy or whoever did it. it did the, both of them, neither one of these motherfuckers knew what they were doing. They weren't professional. They weren't professional enough to hide the fact that they painted it. At least from me. So I noticed one time getting out of the truck. And I don't know if this was before or after half and half got his finger slammed in the truck. But I think it was uh I think it was before that. Um I opened the door up and I noticed that the door and everything, the whole truck is black, painted black. But I opened up the door, the door, the inside of the door was fucking red. And I said to him, this piece of shit truck, the back seats don't move, the heat hardly works. And you have the nerve to be riding around in a truck that's in blackface. This truck is in fucking blackface. Like, and and everybody just fell out. Because I said, your truck is in blackface. And I think that was destroyed, broke the camel's back. Sir, it's not my problem that you did an unprofessional paint job, tried to paint your truck black, and the inside is red. And I say, I'm horribly upset and insulted. I've been riding around the truck that's in blackface. That shit's hilarious to me. And then I get kicked off. That's how it happened that's that's pretty much I think that's my version of how it happened but we're over that we're at a new space we're doing these things but other than that man the tour has been great I can't say any more positive things about it um well I can say I can say um, we're alive and it's good God is good all the time won't he do it Yes, he will. So, when I say, won't he do it? Now, let me tell you something. Won't he do it is kind of like a reference to God. You know, positive, you know, something good in your life happens. You know, prayer, being thankful, giving, you know, that cycle, that positive energy that comes around. And you give thanks, and you say, "Won't he do it?" And you're giving thanks to the Most High, whoever you pray to, right? Well, one day I was I was uh, I was working, and you know I I I, I do um, I T work, right? And somebody was having a problem. and They re- reached out to me on the messenger, and they said, "Hey Ty, I'm having a problem with my browser. This and this and that." It won't do this. I said, "Why don't you just reboot real quick?" As a matter of fact, shut down, turn back on. A couple minutes go by. They hit me back on the messenger. They said, "Hey, everything is resolved. Even the other problem I I had. Wow, everything works now." My reply to that message sent to me was, "Won't he do it?" Now the name on the message that came to me was a familiar name. Um, Let's say the name was Deborah. Now there's two Deborahs. Um, I know a Deborah in one department and I know another Deborah in another department. And I thought with the Deborah, I'm cool with Um, this Deborah I'm cool with has a child around my age um, she's a black woman we kick it all the time about these kids you know um work stuff you know topical shit have great conversations the other deborah is another is, is is a white deborah i don't really know who she was and um i don't really know her like that and when i replied back to her message i said uh you know after i got the message from deborah she said uh Everything is working. I said, hey, my reply was, hey, won't he do it? She replied, who is going to do what? At what time? I'm not in the office today. Is there a person looking to resolve some of the problems I mentioned? And I'm looking at the messages. she sent back to me after I said, won't he do it? I said to myself, oh, shit, this is the wrong Deborah. This ain't black Deborah. Not this reply. You know what I mean? That's just, it's, it was funny to me. I'm like laughing my ass off to myself. I'm like, holy shit, this is the wrong Deborah. I laughed so damn hard. And I just replied, you know, kindly. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, no one is coming. Your problems resolved. I was just kind of um, celebrating. And she said, Oh, okay. And then that was the end of the message or whatever. I, I didn't know what the fuck to say after that. I just started laughing. I told I told Black Deborah that. We laughed. It was a good laugh. But culturally, we have these like little differences, you know, about things that we kinda acknowledge and say and slang and meanings. You know, which is um which is beautiful. It makes us different. And that's 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 the only difference I see really between black and white other than the skin color, you know, you know, and it's just shit that you just don't know about, you know, that you just get put on to. Right. I think so. But it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, black or white, Deborah, it is what it is, you know. Other than that, I'm down here by the lake. It's beautiful out. I got my eyes on uh, and my head on a swivel because I did hear some rustling in the bushes. And the last time I was out here, a raccoon, a raccoon walked by. And it sounds like there's another raccoon probably going to walk by uh, as well because there's a lot of rustling in the bushes. It's nine o'clock. Um, I think the last time a raccoon did this, it was earlier. But it could be squirrels. I don't know what it is. I just know sometimes I become a paranoid black man over here. Not even in the woods. It's just a stretch of of, uh, trees between the water, you know, with the water, you know, in my yard. It's just a little stretch of trees. I would say about 25 yards. You know, you could easily throw a football from where the water line is up to my backyard. You know, you'll have to throw up the hill a little bit, but it's it's really just a little strip of trees. It's nothing to be worried about. Like, oh, there's fucking bears back there. No, ain't no bears back there. There's a highway right over there. The bear will get hit by the highway first before it be over in this little made-up uh, neighborhood. But other than that, we Gucci. We are Gucci. Um Uh. Man, I, I ca I really, you know, can say more about the tour, but the tour is dope. Um the holiday season is upon us. I hope that everybody is um, you know, able to spend it with loved ones, not out here just spending a whole bunch of frivolous money just money like it's frivolous and just buying a whole bunch of meaningless gifts. Um I know this year my wife and I, she said, Why don't we decide to buy like a a furniture set for the living room and skip the big gifts for one another. And I, I agree. I don't, I don't really care about gifts like that. You know, we're adults. We get what we want. We just want it on sale when we get it. You know, if we can get it around Christmas where it's on sale and if something is, and if it's been something we wanted, then yeah. But, uh, I agree. I agree with that. So I think we might just get like a nice little sectional couch for the living room, uh, for the upstairs living room. And uh, yeah, that'll be kind of cool. We get that done for the living room. And uh, I would like to get a washer and dryer set because right now our dryer is fucking grabbing clothes and shit like that. So I'm like, ah, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? So... I'm like, you know, sometimes with homeownership, you're like, when does it ever end? You can't call nobody for shit like this. I bought this dryer off of somebody for like $200. No, $250. It was supposed to be $200. It turned to $250. And um, it worked for a while. And all of a sudden, it just started grabbing fucking clothes. I don't know what it is. It's one of those metal stackable white dryer, so I think it might be twisted, but the shit fucking, it'll grab a fucking hoodie string, and and the drum is going around, and that hoodie string is just winding up, and it pulls the the hoodie string, it breaks the hoodie string, or it breaks the short string, it breaks whatever string, or it grabs your underwear, grabs your shirt, grabs your sock, It, it snags everything, a towel, your washcloth, yo, it's fucking annoying! Oh my gosh, so... When I start running the dryer, I gotta run and check it every fifteen minutes, and I just shake the clothes around and run it again. And I come down, make sure nothing's stuck, boom. Because if it does get stuck, I don't want it being stuck for forty minutes. It's better being stuck twenty minutes, fifteen minutes than whole oh, forty minutes an hour. My fucking wife lost so many bras in this fucking thing. We're going broke trying to replace bras. You know how expensive bras are. Bras are like an eighth. it's a shame you associate that shit to good weed a bra is like a good eighth if you don't know how much an eighth costs at the dispensary you're spending about 40 50 dollars 60 dollars sometimes for a 70 for a really nice eighth but 60 if you remember but it's 70 if you're not but it's it man listen them bras are expensive If underwear cost that much, it'd be a lot of stank nuts motherfucker out here. There'd be a lot of stank nut people out here. There'd be a lot of stank nuts. If underwear cost as much as a bra, we would have to spend so much on personal hygiene products to hide the stench from our nuts. Because that would be a budget that a lot of people cannot afford. And you couldn't afford fucking up a pair of underwear. For $40 of underwear? $50 a a pair of drawers? $30? $15 the cheap ones. Man, listen. I'll be wearing $15 underwear between Monday and Friday and wear the expensive ones on the weekends or something. I have to switch it up. So I don't know. Maybe wear the expensive ones during the week. Maybe wear the cheap ones during the weekend because you ain't that. I don't know. But that's. That'd be one hell of a, a budget. Mine come in a pack. I can get a pack of eight for like $20. Maybe less. I don't know. If you got the low, email me, comedian at gmail.com. Let me know. If you got the low on the packs of underwear, holler at your boy. Because if we had to pay as much as what women got to pay for bras, oh my gosh. And you can't, and we just can't go bra shopping. At least I can't. I don't. I don't really know what I'm doing out there. I have no idea what I'm doing out here. I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't know. I. I know. Like I'm not putting my wife's business out there, but I know the cup size and you know I know the dimensions and shit and the 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 the, 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 the you know the bust and all that shit. Like I, I know the numbers. You know what I mean. But there's so many different fucking brands. I don't. I didn't I wouldn't know where to begin. I wouldn't have no idea. I have no clue. That's one thing I can admit to and say, I really have no clue. You know, it's some things that you just be like, I don't know. And I you know, it's convincing. You know what that shit reminds me of? It reminds me of, and I hate to bring this up, is R. Kelly. When he was interviewed by Gail. Gail King, I think her name was. During that interview, you know, R. Kelly's guilty for a lot of shit, but but during that interview, listen to me, during that interview, he mentioned something that he was hog tying girls, right? I don't know about you, but when he replied They said I hog tie. I don't know how to hog tie. I believed him. Him saying that? They said I hog tie. I don't know how to hog tie. That right there, I believe that. Because after that, he said, you're killing me out here. That part right there, I believe that he didn't know how to hog tie at all. Everything else, I'm like, ah, but that, hog tying, he don't know how to hog tie. I damn near believe he could fly, but I definitely know he don't know how to hog tie. Just like I don't know anything about like Bus size? I don't know anything about no bus size. Y'all killing me in here. Like, that would be me and Victoria's Secret. Because I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing, but I'm going to try to pull it together just for the family's sake, man. Thank you guys for tuning in for the Ty Podcast. Please like, share, comment, all that stuff. Send me an email, ComedianTyRainey at Gmail, and I'll get back at you, man. Thank you guys for listening. Love y'all. Enjoy your holidays.